Hey, it's Caitlin, and you're listening to Her Gems Podcast. I have been learning how to be used by God, and it has not been easy. I have prayed many, many prayers asking God to use me as he sees fit, right? A couple weeks ago, I was getting ready to clean up my home and I just began to complain and I just was like, God, why is this like this? Why do I feel like I don't want to clean up my house? Why do I feel like I don't want to serve my my family? I don't want to serve my family. I don't like this. I asked you to use me and I don't feel like I'm being used (laughs) in the right way, right? And as I spoke those words to God, I just began to feel bitterness and neglect and anger. And very, very subtly, I heard God say, but you asked me to use you, right? Whoa, wait a minute. Yes, God, I asked you to use me. Yes, I did. I want you to use me, but this does not feel like you are using me. This this doesn't feel good at all. <laughs> Cleaning up my house, taking care of my family, taking care of my son. This does not feel good. This feels like I feel I feel crazy. I feel like a slave. But those words just kept coming back to me. But you asked me to use you, right? And that's when I realized that God is not concerned with the context in which we ask him to use us, but that we are willing and ready to be used. Y'all, realizing that God is not concerned with my circumstance as much as he is concerned with my obedience really, really has thrown me for a loop. I remember, like, actually asking myself like do I really even want to be used by God at this point because like God I asked you to use me on this podcast I asked you to use me on Instagram on Facebook front center stage like what what what, what's going on um and this is just how how I'm talking to God like I have to when I talk to God I gotta be real okay like I'm respectful, but I'm real because I need to understand sometimes. And every time God, he comes through for me, right? So um, I just remember hearing him say or, or feeling him tell me that if I can't use you right where you are, then I can't use you at all. You asked me to use you, right? I'm using you. I'm using you. And I'm just like, okay, okay, God, you are using me. We do not get to choose how God uses us. If you are in a a circumstance or a situation that you feel is not ideal, a place where you feel like you should not be, think again. Like I mentioned before, God is not concerned with our comfort or circumstances as much as he is concerned with our obedience. See, for me, the devil sneaks in my mind every time I try to like cook or clean for someone else. 
He tempts me with feelings of just like neglect and rebellion and thoughts like this ain't fair. Like, why do I have to cook for them? They should be like, I don't want to cook for them. You know, or look, look at them taking advantage of me. I feel taken advantage of. Like, I feel like a slave. God, I don't want to be a slave. Is this all that you have for me in my life? And it's just a never ending thought cycle that has to be broken with the truth. If you are in a situation where you are serving others, whether it's a job, being a parent, living with others, and you feel like God is not using you, he is using you. The one thing that I have learned by me constantly going back to God and asking God to help me with this particular situation is that it's all about perspective and what we allow to take root in us. I can be bitter in this situation or I can be better, better at serving others and better at serving God. I asked God to use me, right? Duh. Naturally, I don't want to serve where I am at. <laughs> I'm, I sound like a spoiled brat probably, but naturally I don't. Because serving where I am at gives me very, very little return on investment. I want to serve where I see a thousand likes on Instagram, where people are flocking to me in my DMs and, and giving me praises and accolades for me being so inspirational and all of this and that. Just I want to feel appreciated, right? Like I am a person who loves gifts and I love affirmation and I that's what I want. But instead, God has me serving at home and at my local church where I do not feel seen. Where my good deeds and my hard work is seemingly going unnoticed. And I literally feel like I have no significance at all. <laughs> and this is just like, this is. Re this is real, y'all. Like I'm coming, I'm coming to y'all on some real stuff. Like this is what I be thinking. Like, God, what is going on? Like, I I I asked you to use me, but I don't feel you. I feel used, but I don't feel used. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I'm being used, but not in the way that God is supposed to use me. Or how about I say, not in the way that I think God is supposed to use me. Right? It is important to seek God during times like this. Because although our feelings may be valid in the flesh, spiritually, we are wrong in being misled. If God can't use you where he has you, what makes you think he's going to use you at all? Asking God to use us is a form of submission. You don't get to tell the person who you're asking to use you how to use you. You don't get to tell the creator of a pencil how to use a pencil. I mean, you can manipulate it and you can do what you want to do with it. You can carve it up, cut it up, whatever you're going to do with it. But the proper use for a pencil is to write with. 
That is what it was made for. That is what it was created for. And that is the purpose that the user made it for, right? We don't get a say-so in how God uses us. We may have preferences, talents, but in the end, God has the last say-so. And it's a beautiful thing because God is good. And everything that he has for us is going to be good. When we are in these positions where our talents are being used, but not where we think that we want them, we have to learn to be steadfast and resilient against resistance. I love that saying, y'all. I am resilient against my resistance. I believe that during these times, God is testing our obedience and sharpening our skills, right? Because we're in a position where it's hard. And if you think about what it means to be on a potter's wheel, if you think about clay being on a potter's wheel, the the potterist or whoever, I don't know the, the proper name for it, has to apply pressure in order to form this piece of clay into the likeness of its own image, right? Into what it wants it to be. And that's how we are with God. That's our we that that's what we are to God. We are the clay on a potter's wheel. This is our training grounds. God is not the author of confusion, nor does he get anything done half right. When God does anything, if he has his hand on it, he does it completely, and you best believe it is done right. He will not put you, me, or anyone else in a place or situation where you are half prepared, lacking, or unequipped. Think about it. I have enough confidence and ability to serve my home, to serve my local church. I've never been a public speaker. I'm not ready to stand in front of, of millions of people and inspire them. I'm not even ready to take on that type of spiritual responsibility if I'm being honest with myself. But where God has me right now, I have to I have to be the clay. I have to be able to allow him to mold me and shape me into his image. Yes, my gifts are nurturing and helping others. I love it. I love inspiring people. I love helping other people. And I wish to one day inspire a thousand, a million people. But I first have to be trained. I have to be molded. I have to be I have to be formed into God's image so that what he created me for I am used properly. Being used in unfavoring circumstances does not mean that we don't strive to have better. It is not where we will be forever. The one thing you can rely on is change. Seasons change. Circumstances change. People change. Change is consistent. But we have to change the way we see or perceive our circumstances to fit God's will for our lives. Let me repeat that again. We have to change the way we see 
or perceive our circumstances to fit God's will for our lives. Instead of allowing the enemy to come in and destroy the image that God has put into our our hearts, destroy the dreams that he has put in our minds and in our hearts, we have to fight back. We have to say, God has a plan for me. And right now I may not like where I'm at, but this is my training grounds and I'm going to be the best I can be, do the best I can and give myself and others grace. I will not be a breeding ground for resentment, bitterness, or selfishness, period. So that is it for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did creating it. I have set out to do one podcast a month for the next 11 months. So you all can expect new content every four weeks. (laughs) Since you have made it this far, you must go and like our Instagram and subscribe to this podcast. And just remember, OJ might be guilty, but we know God did it. Won't he do it? Thanks for listening. Bye.